Welcome back. It's a morning synth. On FM 97.7 280 811 2020 466,100 K-G-U-M On today's episode, we'll be bringing you Wild Geese The Art of Playing Nice Things that Pepper knows to be true. Spoon. The brine. Animal facts. And see also. Enjoy. Wild Geese by Mary Oliver You do not have to be good. You do not have to walk on your knees for a hundred miles through the desert repenting. You only have to let the soft animal of your body love what it loves. Tell me about despair, yours, and I will tell you mine. Meanwhile, the world goes on. Meanwhile, the sun and the clear pebbles of the rain are moving across the landscapes over the prairies and the deep trees, the mountains and the rivers. Meanwhile, the geese, high in the clean blue air, are heading home again. Whoever you are, no matter how lonely, the world offers itself to your imagination calls to you like the wild geese, harsh and exciting, over and over announcing your place in the family of things. My name is Julian Andrews, and with me is Eric Santos on the synthesizers. Bringing us some tasty licks, as always.
This. This. This morning. We're drinking. Coffee? Black coffee. Half cup of cold coffee. And a full cup of warm coffee. Sunrise coffee. The kind you drink before the sun is up. The art of playing nice. Think back to the time when you were running around on the playground. The smell of fresh cut grass, cool breeze floating through your hair, the sound of laughter from the other children chasing each other and being merry. You eye the swing set and notice that there's one swing free. You want it. It's yours. You yell at the top of your lungs. Dibs! Just as another kid rounds the corner and takes the last free swing. You're crushed. You've been waiting days to get your turn on the swing set. It's the only thing left in your life that truly makes you happy. And someone else took the last swing. Tears start to well up in your eyes and you drop to your knees. Is it even worth trying anymore? You slowly walk over to the swings and you politely ask the other kids if you could have a turn next. They ignore you and keep swinging along like you don't exist. You're hurt, deep inside, not on the outside, and you surely try not to let them see or know. You don't need them to have just another thing to hold over your head as they swing back and forth. Months later, it had been raining, so recess had been held indoors. You quietly gaze out the window of the multi-purpose room 
towards the playground. You just can't wait to finally get a turn on the swings. Then all of a sudden, it stops raining. First time in days. The chaperones round up the kids and announce that you will all finally get to head back onto the playground again. You have a warm blanket of glee wrap you up in its reassuring embrace. The swings aren't free. The swings are free, and you finally get to go outside. They open up the doors, and you get swept up in the torrent of kids <coughs> rushing out towards their favorite playground activities. You are sprinting straight for the swings, and you're the first one there. You pick the middle swing, sit down, pick up your feet, and start swinging them back and forth. You start to rise higher and higher into the air, and you can feel the adrenaline coursing through your veins. This feeling is better than anything you've felt in a long time. You're swinging with such intent and passion that you can't physically go any higher. This is the best. As you swing down past the lowest point of your swing set orbit, you realize that there are four other kids on the swings next to you, obviously entranced by the same feelings of bliss you feel. You start to understand why they would gang up on you to keep you down. This feeling is too good to give up. But then, you notice a kid sitting off to the side of the swings that has the same face you always had on while sitting in that same spot, hoping for your chance at glory. Gently, you slow your swinging until you come to a complete stop. You look over and make eye contact with the kid waiting for their turn. You gesture with your hand, come over. As the kid walks over with a newfound glint in their eye, you ask, would you like a turn?
things that Pepper knows to be true. Pepper, from an outsider's perspective, doesn't appear to know much of anything. Most of her time is spent sleeping and not gathering precious bits of information. One could even go as far as saying that she doesn't retain any information behind those begging, dark eyes. However, Pepper appears to have it all figured out. She has not worked a day in her life and spends most of her time doing what we all wish we could be doing. Once we had figured this out, we decided to look at this strange creature under a microscope. Morning Synth has conducted extensive research into the foundational and extensive knowledge of this lovable creature. We have determined that she is made of things aside from hair. We have determined some things that Pepper knows to be true. Number one, salami. Number two, the person walking into the house using a house key is obviously an assassin hell-bent on destroying us all. Number three, the person walking downstairs to get water is obviously an assassin hell-bent on destroying us all. Number four. There's food in the kitchen. Number five. Alexander is the weakest and will leave food on the coffee table for me to eat. Number six. The person petting me and giving me snacks and looking really scared is obviously an assassin hell-bent on destroying us all. Number seven. Sleepiness is next to godliness. Number eight. If I'm ever put outside, it's a personal thing. Number nine, the one with the mustache and shorts will always give me chips if I present myself when chips are around. Number 10, all small stuffed creatures are to be destroyed and cast around the house as an offering. Everyone is pleased with this. Number 11, the neighborhood assassin returning to their home next door is obviously an assassin hell-bent on destroying us all. Number 12. There is food in the dining room. And number 13. All of the couches belong to me.
things can you do with a spoon? Here is a list of things you can do with a spoon. Play the game called Spoons. Play the spoon or multiple spoons as musical instruments. Adorn your face with a spoon as a nose ornament. Put an egg on it and carry it around. Scoop sugar for the cookies you are baking with your grandma. Present water upon the spoon to small animals such as lizards. Use a spoon to peek around corners by looking into the reflection on said spoon. Eat spaghetti. Forget her. Cut steak poorly. Watch Netflix. Chill. Sign treaties. Most importantly, wonder why it's not a fork. What else can you do with a spoon if we left anything out please let us know
O'Brien. Me quench my thirst. You keep my skin stretchy and comfortable. You cool me down when it's hot. You are a large portion of the drinks I enjoy. You're the life in my garden. You're the rhythm in the rain. You're everything I ever wanted. But you've got salt in your name. got them. You've got them. Probably. Let's talk about skeletons. In media, the humble skeleton is often portrayed as a demonic and dangerous enemy of the protagonist. Determined to cause mayhem and suffering, 
However, in reality, skeletons are no more evil than they are good. In fact, they can really lie anywhere on the spectrum. We would like to discuss the different types of skeletons that you may encounter. Imagine that you're mucking about in some desert or forest or beach or somewhere, minding your own business. Suddenly, you see a skeleton. Before you make any hasty judgments about the skeleton, consider the time of day. Skeletons are only aggressive at night. During the day, they can just be a pile of harmless old dusty bones. But nighttime, that's when they'll get you. Although they may seem invincible, walking around all animated and whatnot, skeletons actually feel a type of pain called bone pain. Bones have their own specialized nerve fibers that can be stimulated. This is excellent because it means we can hurt them. Using this knowledge, know that certain stimulation may be more effective than others. Skeletons can also be found underground. However, due to humans largely living on the surface of the earth, we have to use tools or special exercises to locate them. In most scientific circles, the process is known as necromancy. In order to raise skeletons from the ground, a common practice in the world of skeleton-human relations one would need teeth from a slain hydra or some sort of altercation with the Lord of Lightning. However, it is important to note that this would likely lead to more skeletons. If one finds themselves fighting too many skeletons, which is a personal preference, one can avoid further battle by jumping into the sea, which leads us to our next point. Skeletons cannot swim. Bones have an average density of 1,200 kilograms per square meter. Per cubic meter, which is higher than that of water. Because bones have a higher density, they will not float. Floating helps in the swimming process, although it is not necessary. Current scientific research states that skeletons do not have swim programs and do not have experience swimming. We should still be polite to the humble skeleton. They are friendly sometimes, and they deserve our respect.
Also, brought to you in part by edamonline.com. A deep dive 
into the interweb. From previous daily etymology, we bring you the following. Space. See also. Absolute space and time. Ether theories. Cosmology. General relativity. Philosophy of space and time. Proxemics. Shape of the universe. Social space. Space exploration. Spatial analysis. Spatial temporal reasoning. Buffoon. Basil, fool, for Christ, clown society, fool, fool's literature, foolishness, for Christ, fool's guild, harlequin, itinerant poet, King Momo, list of jesters, Punakawan, Madame Dor, Marot, master of the revels, Skomarok, trickster. Equity. Equality. Inequality. Hate. Discrimination. Gossip. Misanthropy. 1984. Revenge. Self-loathing. Two minutes hate. Zelyanka attack. Apocrypha. List of Gospels, Lost Work, Occult, Shakespeare, Apocrypha. Optional list. Morning synth. Love. Affection. Family. Getting her back. Intense material wealth. Like and subscribe. Wait. Morning Synth is actually brought to you by Zach, Ezra, Elizabeth, Justin, and Abby. Thank you for supporting our creative endeavor and this really, really weird thing that we keep doing for some reason. been listening to your favorite late night podcast Morning Synth here on AM 4 K T Y V M coffee for your food and thoughts for your ears. <laughs>